Coming up, Tom Brady is shut out in prime time, and the Detroit Lions pick up what may be the upset of the season. We'll recap those games and everything else that happened around the NFL here on Locked On Now. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Locked On Now, everything you need to know about your teams every day of the week. I'm Nate Dickinson filling in here for the holiday week. We've got a great show lined up for you here today, letting you know with the help, of course, of our Locked On NFL hosts, everything you need to know from around Sunday in the NFL. Before we get to all the other games from around the league, though, let's start with what's freshest on our mind that Sunday night not quite a thriller. Tom Brady shut out in prime time. It's our biggest game of the week. The biggest game. The New Orleans Saints went into their Sunday night matchup with the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers without their head coach. Sean Payton had gone into COVID-19 protocols earlier in the weekend, and instead defensive coordinator Dennis Allen took over and he pitched a shutout on Brady and the Bucks in prime time. Our Locked On Saints host, Ross Jackson, recaps a big win. Bet you didn't see that coming. The New Orleans Saints end up knocking off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 9-0. to I'm Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints podcast. The New Orleans Saints handing Tom Brady his first shutout since the 2006 season. That 2006 season, of course, the first year with Sean Payton at head coach and Drew Brees at quarterback for these New Orleans Saints. And speaking of Sean Payton, the shutout also comes in a game where he was unable to be on the sideline and be the New Orleans Saints head coach because he was on the COVID-19 reserve list after a positive list a positive test late in the week in his place defensive coordinator since 2015 Dennis Allen stepped in and pitched the shutout heard around the season for the New Orleans Saints Saints also had a new play caller here as well and Pete Carmichael who usually calls in the preseason and had called some plays back in 2011 and 2012 when Sean Payton was unavailable but both coaches stepping up and doing a phenomenal job here in this big time win for the New Orleans Saints who now have a long week to hope to get healthier and better and improve before they host the Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football next week. For more on that game, but first this shutout, make sure you're following the Locked On Saints podcast, free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As Ross told you, this was the first time Tom Brady had not scored a point in a very, very long time as Tampa Bay went scoreless against New Orleans. Our Locked On Bucks host tries to decipher why exactly that New Orleans defense was able to do so well against Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers miss out on several golden opportunities losing on Sunday Night Football to the New Orleans Saints. I'm David Harrison of the Locked On Bucks podcast, falling 9 to nothing against their hated division rival, Tampa Bay Buccaneers not only failed to clinch a playoff spot, they failed to clinch the NFC South Division title at home against the New Orleans Saints, who have now swept the Buccaneers three straight years in the regular season. While the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will still proudly hold up that postseason win from the 2020 playoffs, it is still very frustrating for the organization, the players involved, and obviously the fan base to watch their team continuously lose to the New Orleans Saints, even without the likes of Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, and Sean Payton. On the field, they'll look to get back on track, potentially clinch that postseason berth against the Carolina Panthers 
in week 16. But until then, not a lot to celebrate from this weekend and a lot to work on for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For more on this game and everything Buccaneers, check out my co-host James Jarko and myself at the Locked On Bucks podcast five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Detroit Lions are one of the worst teams in the NFL, maybe the worst, although that's certainly up for debate right now. Meanwhile, the Arizona Cardinals are looking to make a Super Bowl run in January. So it should have been a no-brainer trying to figure out who would win the team's matchup yesterday, but that's why they head out to the field, isn't it? Detroit picked up a big, big win, and our Locked On Lions host explains the upset. Hey everyone, Matt Derry from the Locked On Lions podcast, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. How about this today? The Lions dominate the Cardinals and win 30-12 to at Ford Field. What? Detroit wins just for the second time all year and hand the 10-win Cardinals their second straight loss. Lions earned this one. They dominated from start to finish. Jared Goff continues his mastery over Arizona, now 8-1 and one lifetime against the Cardinals. He was hot today, through for three touchdowns. Uh, uh, what a day for Craig Reynolds on the ground, 112 yards rushing. He's the Lions' fifth-string running back. Lions' defense was dominant. Charles Harris with three sacks. More coming up on the Locked On Lions podcast. Lions win. While Detroit Lions fans are celebrating just their second win and, hey, third non-loss, given the credit where it's due of the season, New York Giants fans are certainly not as happy. New York was eliminated from the playoffs yesterday, and they still don't have their quarterback back from injury. And that deciding loss came to the division rival Dallas Cowboys. So Locked On Giants has plenty to complain about and did so here post-game. The New York Giants, who dropped the 21-6 game to the Dallas Cowboys at MetLife Stadium, have now been officially eliminated from the playoffs. Hi, everybody. This is Patricia Trainer, host of the Lachlan Giants podcast. And the Dallas Cowboys scored 10 of their first 15 points off of two Giants turnovers, one of which included Giants running back Saquon Barkley's first career lost fumble. That's setting up the first of two field goals by Cowboys kicker Greg Zerline in the final two minutes of the first half. The Cowboys finished today with four takeaways for the third week in the row. But let's talk Giants here, as for the second time in the last three weeks, New York failed to score a touchdown. The Giants are now averaging 11.8 points per game over their last five games, which is just absolutely abysmal. Now, the Giants did get their first look at quarterback Jake Fromm, who finished 6 of 12 for 82 yards after taking over for the bench Mike Lennon. And if all that's not enough for a really Giants team, Receiver Sterling Shepard, who is the longest tenured member of the team, suffered a torn Achilles tendon with 133 left in the game, his season and potentially his Giants career over. For more on the New York Giants, be sure to keep it here on the Locked on Giants podcast. Coming up in a minute, we had our first division clinching win of the season. And one of our Locked On NFL hosts says his team actually takes that crown of worst team in the league with what he's seen as of late. We'll get to all of that and everything else with the help of our Locked On NFL hosts. You're listening to Locked On Now. If you're looking to bet, and if you're listening into this podcast, let's face it, you may be. The odds are a little bit higher. You need to be heading over to betonline.ag. It's your place to go for online sportsbook action across all sports. They've got a new user interface on the site, so it looks just great 
They've got more ways for you to bet parlays, props, all that kind of stuff. New things for you to get into. So head on over to the site. Check out all the new stuff that they've got for you to check out. And once you end up deciding that you're going to sign in, go ahead and use our promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit you put in at betonline.ag. Again, that's betonline.ag. It's your place to go for all of your online sportsbook needs. Welcome back to Locked On. Now I'm Nate Dickinson filling in here for the week. Thank you for making Locked On now your first listen every weekday, Monday through Friday. Let's continue our look around the league from yesterday, recapping everything you may have missed from the bigger portion of week 15. Again, still some games to go here Monday and Tuesday. We'll start where the Packers clinched the division, and when you make the playoffs, you also make our spot for best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Well, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers didn't even have to face Lamar Jackson when they faced the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday, but Baltimore still gave Green Bay a good test early on as the Packers tried to win to clinch the NFC North. Packers had no trouble pulling away late, though, and Green Bay is division champ once again. Our Locked On Packers host, Peter Bukowski, recaps another win for the Pack. Okay, it was closer than it should have been, but the Packers pull out a 31-30 win as the Baltimore Ravens try to go for two at the end of the game and don't get it. Green Bay holds on to win the NFC North. I'm Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers. And this is a bit like golf. There's no pictures on the scorecard. The Packers get the win and they will not apologize for it. The offense scores over 30 for the fourth straight game. But Green Bay's defense and special teams remain question marks. They have not fixed whatever has ailed their special teams here. Moving forward, a short field gave the Ravens a touchdown. Another short field at the end of the game helped the Ravens score. So this is something that before the NFC playoffs, at least has to get tightened up a little bit. That being said, Aaron Rodgers, masterful once again. He ties the Packers' career franchise record for touchdown passes with the great Brett Favre. Needs just one more. Presumably, he will get that on Christmas Day against the Cleveland Browns. For the Packers, they get to 11-3. They capture that NFC North title for the third time in three years under Matt LaFleur and they are still in control of their own destiny and in control of the NFC playoff picture moving forward. Let's go around the league. Well, the Atlanta Falcons went into San Francisco to face off against the 49ers on Sunday and ended up coming up short in a pretty big way. 31-13 to the final as the 49ers weapons with George Kittle, Jeff Wilson, and of course that play-calling mind of Kyle Shanahan turned out to be just a little bit too much for Atlanta. Our Locked On Falcons host recaps the loss after Atlanta falls big on the road. It was a good start, but a disappointing finish for the Falcons in the red zone in their Week 15 loss to the 49ers. I'm Aaron Freeman with Locked On Falcons. It looked like a very promising start for the Falcons on Sunday, forcing a fumble on the opening kickoff, getting the ball down to the 49ers one-yard line, and it looked like Cordero Patterson had punched it in on a toss play. But the replay reviewed the play, marked him down a half a yard short 
of the goal line and the Falcons could not score on their next three play calls, which resulted in the first of three drives that ended with a turnover on downs inside the 49ers 10 yard line that coupled with the Falcons going one for five in the red zone was the biggest factor in their 31 to 13 loss of the 49ers. The Falcons had their already thin playoff hopes dashed on Sunday as their record now falls to six and eight. And the remainder of this 2021 season probably will be put towards evaluating the roster and getting ready for the offseason. For more insight into the Falcons, follow Locked On Falcons, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Pittsburgh Steelers have never finished under 500 under the leadership of Mike Tomlin, and he's trying his best to make sure that that does not change here this season. Pittsburgh got back above 500 with the win against the Tennessee Titans, and our Locked On Steelers host is at Heinz Field post-game last night to recap. I'm Chris Carter of the Locked On Steelers podcast here at Heinz Field after your Pittsburgh Steelers took down the Tennessee Titans 19-13 in an impressive defensive performance. The Steelers getting huge turnover after huge turnover after huge turnover, three in a row in the fourth quarter to get the W against a team that was the second seed in the AFC coming into the game. T.J. Watt finishing with with one and a half sacks, giving him 17 and a half on the season with three games to go. He leads the NFL and sets the Steelers all-time sack record while he still has missed several games. The Steelers get a huge game-saving tackle from Joe Hayden at the end right at the marker. Inspired performances from Taco Charlton, Joe Schobert, even Devin Bush having a comeback game. The Steelers offense definitely struggling, but the defense shows that they can carry the team to a big W against a playoff contender. To watch more and get our full analysis on where the Steelers are right now, how they won this game, and how they can still make the playoff Check out the Locked On Steelers podcast. We're on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Odyssey. Again, I'm Chris Carter, the host. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. We'll see you at the channel. This loss certainly left a bad feeling in the mouths of Tennessee Titans fans. Titans led 13-3 at halftime, did not score again, and gave up 16 unanswered to lose a much-needed AFC matchup as the Titans fight for playoff positioning. Our Locked On Titans hosts, called it a total collapse, and he has more after a disappointing loss. Tyler Rowland here, host of the Locked On Titans podcast, with my instant reaction to the Tennessee Titans 19-13 collapse against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Titans led this game by 10 points at halftime, 13-3, and didn't score another point in the second half. The Steelers were 16 to nothing in the second half on the back of of four Tennessee Titans turnovers. They had three fumbles and one interception in the game, completely blew the lead in the second half. And what's most disappointing is the Tennessee Titans defense contributed in a big way. The Tennessee Titans special teams even tried to help out the cause, but the offense is too destitute at this time to do anything looking like an NFL offense, and that was exasperated by the loss of Julio Jones, who was declared out of this game with a hamstring re-aggravation, and from that point forward, the Titans offense, filled with mostly practice squad skill position players, completely 
fell apart. A, a huge loss for the Titans as things in the division race are getting very tight with the Indianapolis win on Saturday night. The Titans better get their act together quick as they play the 49ers on Thursday night football this week. For more analysis, check out the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. And thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Apparently, firing Urban Meyer is not an immediate remedy for losing. The Jacksonville Jaguars fell at home by two scores to the Houston Texans of all teams to really just pour salt into the wound of a Jacksonville season. And our Locked On Jags host says that after this latest loss, he's convinced that this is the worst team in the NFL. He has, of course, as you could probably tell, a lot more to say. Hey, I'm Tony Wiggins with Locked On Jaguars. With a 30-16 loss today to the Houston Texans, the Jaguars have succeeded at securing, for right now, the number one pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Bottom line is, they're the elixir and the antibiotic to sick football teams trying to get well. The Jacksonville Jaguars are the least talented, worst NFL team in the National Football League, and this year's version of the team is probably the worst Jacksonville Jaguars team in NFL history. Yeah, and that includes last year's 1 and 15 team. This is the staff, this is the play, these are the players and the free agents that Urban Meyer built before he got fired. They're terrible. And hopefully it'll improve next year for the fans. That's it for us here today. Thanks for tuning in to Locked On NFL. I'm your host Nate Dickinson. Once you're done here, be sure to tune in to Locked On NFL and your Locked On Teams podcast, wherever it is that you listen into your podcasts. Of course, remember to rate, review, five stars, all of that stuff. I'll be back here later on this week with a look at into week 16 here in the NFL. At least, hopefully, we'll have some idea what that schedule is going to look like. Until then, Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Now.